Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the soon-to-be-disclosed <laughs> location, this is Real Spoilers 2017. No, 2017. 217. <laughs> what? I have... I have the same problem when I label the episode. Every single time after 210 that I Dude, label the zero? episode, I put a zero in there because I'm episode thinking... Episode 2017. Yeah. yeah. So it's exactly... One day. When there's, I type yeah, it, I just a, go... There's a time jump. Right. Yeah. I just go I just go 2016. I'm like, damn it, it's 216. You know, so I've done it every time the last... But you minute. have the excuse of your typing. True. Because it's like I'm muscle talking. memory. It's like putting the date after the year changes yeah, and then yeah. four months later, you're I did. Getting, I did it yesterday. I'm still writing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I wrote 2014 I'm yesterday. I'm still writing George Bush and all my Checks. Like I got this. <laughs> Wait a minute. One or two? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't write many checks. And who does? So there's that. Yeah. yeah. That's is that still a thing? So episode two sixteen. Have 17. you seen it? Shows it slows Solid. down the whole uh, store wherever you're at. What? Writing checks. It, sl- it slows uh, no. down the whole transaction. Is that right? Yeah, like when you're at a restaurant or a grocery store and someone writes a check and what then everyone... restaurant do you go to yeah, where they take write, checks? They take personal checks. Oh, I'm, I'm I, sorry. I think I meant like convenience store or a... Oh. Or a, yeah, or a uh, you know, those commercials with Tina Fey and everyone oh, stops. Oh, uh, oh, no. oh. They write the check and the whole thing stops. Yes. That's what it's happens. Like, I know. It's like, does that really still... Who still writes checks? I don't know. And I'll tell you, I was somewhere... I was somewhere the other day and the person in front of me stops and they're like, you take a check. Yes. And they had write it out and they run it through their machine. And I'm like, why? They're Don't you just get they, a debit card? That's, yeah. Like this point, that's this close to being like, do you work on barter? Yeah. <laughs> Can I, I pay for this with beads and a live chicken? It just seems so strange. It's like, there's a, you know, there's a card that connects to the same thing. You don't have to write the date. You don't have to write and and zero and wavy nine. You just put it in. Like, you don't have to worry. But with checks, you don't have to worry about uh, anybody hacking your that's account. That's also true. Because today's, uh, today's criminals, they don't even remember how to forge a check. <laughs> right, right. That's true. You put a check but in front of them, they're like, what? It's, I'm just yeah. going to, you know what? It's easier. I'm I'm just going to go get a job. I'm just going to, yeah. <laughs> Leaving my life of crime behind, and I'm going to become gainfully employed. You've taught me a lesson, ma'am. Yes. Thank you. Oh. 
So uh, I like guess, Batman. I guess let's go around. Does Batman teach lessons? Lessons in pain. <laughs> at the end of every Batman episode, there's like a what we've learned tie up at the end where they talk to little Billy about <laughs> what have he you learned today? My dad in the face. I've learned not to be a psychopathic clown killer. <laughs> yeah. I've learned to not allow a mob boss to throw acid on one side of my face. <laughs> That's so, a very specific lesson, Billy. Yeah, it's, all- it's hyper specific, <laughs> but if that were to occur, you'll be very happy he knows it. <laughs> right. So I guess let's go around the table real quick and everybody can introduce themselves. <laughs> this is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. There we go. So uh, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. I uh, did League of Show shares in the last one, so you're not getting it twice, you greedy mm. bastards. <laughs> yeah, lame. And, uh, bastardettes <laughs> for the women, you know. <laughs> Bastard heads. <laughs> it's and, the name of a punk band. Yeah, it would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so there, I did all the shameless plugs. I guess we will dive into the movie of the week, which is Sully. Sully. So, yeah. uh, here uh, we go. As I said in the previous episode, I don't remember this happening. Uh, How do you not? I really, this I don't. I just don't I, get that at all. I really do. I, it I was don't. Everywhere. everywhere. I mean, this was in the age of internet and Facebook. And we said and what it was two thousand nine. Yeah, I was getting married. Like I, when did it, what what month did this happen? January. I was get, I was literally getting married. When, I, what January January fourteenth? What country? Oh, were you this in? happened the day after. Did you go on? A, did you go on a honeymoon? No, uh, in July. Okay, but uh, not I mean because no. Well, this is why it happened on January fifteenth. So that I would have. That's were, true. He had some consummating to do. Were you, true. Uh, busy on the fifteenth. Uh, I mean, I was busy before the fifteenth. I was busy after the fifteenth. <laughs> yeah, nobody follows those rules anymore, son. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so now we know. Yeah. Okay, that, that makes more sense that, as to why my daughter's not. birthday is May twenty first. Well, that's a little quick, but yeah. It all worked out. May 21st, 2011. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's a little late, but it all worked out. <laughs> yeah, I got mar- I got married in 09, bought a house in... No, I got bought a house in 2009. I uh, got married in... Oh, no, wait. I got married in 2010. <laughs> so now oh. I have no excuse. <laughs> Do not edit this part out. You need, you, need to, is... you need to take a snippet of this and send, send it to, to his wife. Yeah. yeah, she'll know. Oh, my gosh. She knows. So what was your excuse? What so, the hell were you doing during the Miracle of the Hudson? The same thing I was doing after the day after my wedding day. <laughs> it was a lot more plausible right. when it was your wedding right, day. Right. But now when no, it's I had really... his first anniversary, so did you go on a first anniversary trip? No. What the? No. You I no really, he got married in 2010. This is 2009. So first anniversary, right? No, no, no. He got married in 2010. Oh, this crap. happened the this year is before. A, this oh, happened you the year have before. No, no, I really don't remember this at all. <laughs> Were you I, celebrating I, the first anniversary? It could have been. The, yeah. your, your negative one anniversary. <laughs> a I year also, from today. I have an awful memory. I, I will I make you an honest woman. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this, it's tough because there's, everybody knows this story, apparently, oh, except for me. Uh, <laughs> you apparently just learned about it. I did. Yeah. Um, so. There's not a lot to say about the movie itself other than like in my like this is a different Tom Hanks that I that I think we've seen in a long time. Like he's not very lovable, if that makes sense. Uh, or likable. I mean uh, he's he I think he's definitely likable, but like Tom Hanks kind of has that presence on screen of 
I don't even know how to describe it other than like the every man and and he's yeah he's kind of he's likable you know, but he's been doing this kind of thing for a while I mean Captain Phillips was like I felt this. like he was more there was that nine eleven movie uh, extremely loud and, and incredibly close, close or something yeah yeah uh, you know he was definitely more uh, reserved in right. that movie so. right uh, yeah so in, in this one he plays uh, Sully the captain I'm not I can't say his Sullenberger? last name was that what it was mm-hmm. all right. Chelsea Sullenberger is actually his name. Like I, the only reason I really like, so oh, it's on, Chelsea. Yeah, it was on his the oh. name plate when they were doing the big hearing. I get it now, Sully. Right, that's why it's called <laughs> right. Sully. Okay, I totally get it now. Okay, it makes complete hey, sense. Hey, Chelsea. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the whole, um, I believe, the opening of the movie is a dream sequence where he's they're they're doing the whole plane thing and he's trying to turn it around to go back to the you know the the plane the the engines go out. Um, they're trying to turn the plane back around to go to LaGuardia Airport, mm-hmm. and they end up crashing. In and it's you know this is tough. This is a, it, it, the timing of this. The timing Man, of yeah. the release of this movie uh, is can be difficult given some of the imagery on screen. And I don't think they're doing it to invoke anything 9-11 related. I think they're showing what could have happened. Could have happened. I mean, yeah. it's clearly and certain decisions. And there's a line in the movie where it was like, this is the first time New York's had anything to be happy about in a long time. Especially with airplanes. Especially with airplanes. Right. Yeah. So right. no, I definitely don't think they were trying to reconstruct anything to do with that or any parallels. It was just that as we see as the movie progresses, that he had... A very brief amount of time, thirty seconds. He had, they, I think, the total the flight was two hundred and eight yeah. seconds. seconds. But he had thirty seconds to make a reaction, or right? Whatever, as we'll come to find out. So you know, he had Which, to now two hundred eight seconds. Are we still talking about your honeymoon night, or <laughs> no? That was twenty three. Yeah, twenty three seconds. Twenty three seconds. Yeah, right, yeah that's right. right, 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 right. Twenty three. Well, there's but, a refractory period, and then yeah, okay. Yeah. It was it was twelve times. <laughs> right, but, you got to get that one out of the way first. Um, but uh, but you know, so he had a very short amount of time to make decisions and. and and we'll go into that, but he could have turned Shut up, to Tom. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. Oh. That's, just, that's just a guilty conscience on your yeah, part. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I'm. I'm trying to get through this first synopsis, but uh, he could have either turned to LaGuardia or he could have went the other way to New Jersey. Oh, uh, there was a third one as well. Like was there, there was like a total. I think there was like three. Because they ended up only testing two. Right. Uh, yeah. So I don't really remember, but it's like he could have gone left or right, basically. And as, well, I guess he could have maybe done JFK, LaGuardia, or New Jersey. May, well, I think they even say, like, the one of the flight attendants, she's like, well, that was a I joke. Hate, yeah. yeah, but I feel like that JFK wasn't around. Like, that's why they were leaving. It was around. No, it was around, right. it was around but it, like they, he couldn't have gotten to it. Like, it wasn't an option. I yeah. don't think it was an option in that yeah. equation. But there it is. Like, you know the way to leave on time from here? Leave, from, leave JFK. from JFK. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, so he had to make a quick decision. And as we all know, I, this isn't really even spoiling anything. As Joe said, everyone but Joe knows the story. <laughs> I know so. the story now. Well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, hope. <laughs> I hope you went. You weren't in one of those fancy seat theaters when I you fall asleep. asleep. <laughs> but uh, he he decided to take option three, which was to land on the Hudson. And so, as we'll find out later, a lot of things could have went wrong uh, if he would have went to LaGuardia because he would have had to cut through a city. Right. And normally, you can just fly right over the city, but he was losing altitude and would have been too low to ground in either case. So, showing him crashing into a building is a very real life example of what would have oh, happened sure. and it, or could have happened if you went to LaGuardia. So it's not really, it's nothing like in bad taste or like, oh, no, so no, close no. to 9-11. Like, it's totally separate. It just happens to be in New York. You know, they had a perfect reason for showing sure. that. It turns out to be a dream. So he wakes up and he, we are immediately thrown into the hearings that he's going through with. And it's weird. Like, this movie has so many 
character actors, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot of people. So, like, you've got Mike O'Malley, I think is his yeah, name. Yeah, Mike O'Malley. Who was, like, I remember him from, like, The Legends of the Hidden Temple, which yeah. was, like, a... He was on that, and then he was on that comedy for a long time, right? Wasn't Mike, Mike and Mike. Molly? No, Mike and, Mike, and, Mike and Molly was... Sorry, the, Mike and Mike. Mike yeah. and Mike. Yeah. Um, but Legends of the Hidden Temple is where I remember. Yeah, yeah. He Mike, was O'Malley. Mike O'Malley. Yeah. From OMAC from yeah. Legends of the Hidden Temple. So, you've got That's, him. Wasn't he also on Glee? Oh, he, he was. was. He, he was Kirk's was, dad on yeah, Glee. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then he was also on My Name is Earl. He played the gay cop. Oh, really? On my, I think he was a gay cop. Did he on die on Glee? Because he was. He had cancer or something. I think he on, had cancer. I kind of gave up on Glee. I did too. I got to like got, season three and I quit. And yeah, it got once the they started sending him off to college. It got yeah. pretty dumb. And then when uh, whatever the kid died, I was just it, it was oh. like you know it, that the Flash and Supergirl were both on Glee. Oh, were they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they can have that musical. They're going to do a musical episode, yeah. So, but you've got him, and then you've got the guy who's to his his other right hand man, who was like the lieutenant on Law and Order, Criminal Intent. But he was also in um, Spotlight. He was the Jamie he was, Sheridan. Yeah, he was the lawyer in Spotlight. Then Michael Keaton goes and like, oh, look, okay. man, like you've got the info, and um, the gal to his left is also somebody that I've recognized. Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, that was that was yeah, his wife. His wife. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Okay, Anna Gunn is the yeah. Mrs. Walter White. Right, right, right. Yeah. Skyler. Um, what? Her name is Skyler. Oh, was it Skyler? Yeah. Okay. Just like Zachary Quinto and Heroes. Yeah, that's Skyler. Right. Skyler. Yeah. That's that's a thing that people try to name their kids. Right? I'm just thinking that two TV shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I then they like the Breaking Bad one better. I think that's a safe bet, yeah. All right, first season of Heroes well, is good. It, it, it's Skyler. Skyler. I was like, it's not Skyler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's those first two seasons are good. No, those were good seasons. The season three and four yeah. were not good. That circus thing? I don't know. It's, that's where I fell off. The like, I got thing with the, the guy from Prison Break. Yeah, I got to the uh, end of season two when I was like, "Oh man, we're gonna do Days of Future Past. This is gonna be great." Yeah. And then season three, I'm like, "We never awful. find out how Hero became a badass future ninja, right? No, nope. nope. we never found out. Worf was Worf was the president from Next oh. Generation. I gave up played. on that show. I think about half. Oh like, man, but, but, maybe I made it to season three. But, but I, like, I got I quit at season Hero, three. Hero, I mean, Hero was such a badass when yeah. he came from the future and had the awesome sword, and you're like. What happened? And then we and never, we never knew. No, because and then I never watched. They, they didn't, didn't know. know. <laughs> and I never watched the Reborn. What was that? It was about? awful. It was. They, they only brought that done. They yeah, came yeah. and went. They brought yeah, on um, the horn rim glasses guy. Yeah, he yeah. was like the he main was guy, the only, yeah. but he was the only return. Like he, they even referenced Claire. Like she's dead. That's like his they, daughter, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, what's her name from? Sure. Remember the Titans? Hayden Pantier. The cheerleader. Yeah, yeah, the cheerleader. Yeah. Um, save the cheerleader, save the world. Save the world. <laughs> Man, that was a good first season. It really was good. Yeah. It was the it was in the middle of the writer's strike, right? Second season. Yeah. That's, which that's when it, made, it went off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was already going off the rails. I, Second season was good. They no. That was a good no. show when it started. First though. season was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but see, you were watching it through the prism of Lost, which at that point Lost oh, that's true. kept asking questions right. but not giving you answers. And right. then but heroes came on. They would ask you questions, and then they would give you answers. And so you felt like there was this momentum to the show. Okay. Right. And then you realize that they didn't know what they were doing, <laughs> and they were completely winging it. Yep. And 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 like that first season was really good, and then they came back, and you realized they had painted themselves into a corner, and they didn't know what to do. And then they started. Is that why they made Siler a good guy? They would go back and forth. It was yeah, yeah. And then it was it was just ridiculous. And then they 
once they really started doubling down on time travel is yeah. when, because that's the way it always works because they would they would use that they would do some like crazy intense thing you're like oh my god what next and then you're like oh time travel bloop, bloop, didn't happen it. and it was just and they did that yeah. over and over and yeah. over to where there was no emotional once you stakes. start using time travel as a crutch to, yeah. to ride around your show that you can't figure th- i mean they made bad. him they, there was they were teasing that he was a petrelli brother but there was the three of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Siler, they Peter. Did. He was like their half brother. Yeah, he was their yeah. half brother. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, "Never man. mind." Yeah, it I was, was like, "What the?" F-? Well, and I think because the show kept changing writers and showrunners. It did. Yeah, right. Jeff so Loeb the, was a Jeff comic book writer. Jeff yeah, Loeb, who yeah. now is in charge of all of Marvel's TV stuff. Okay, yeah. it w- was the creative consultant. Yeah, on and they would, he left it. Yeah. They, so they would, whenever they would bring new people on. They'd be like, well, we we want to go in this direction, so we have to wipe out everything that came before it. Yep. And then and but when they did that, like when they were on their like third or fourth time of doing that, it was just like, no, we're <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. It's not good. Back to the movie. Back the to day. the movie du jour. One of the things that I dug about this movie is they never give you the full story. Yeah. You know, like you're gonna get a little be- a little piece of it here, and then you're gonna get it from the air traffic control guy's point of yeah, view. Yeah, I like the disjointed storytelling. It's something that. I really, it took me a second to like settle in and figure out what they were doing I love because they jumped, do that. I it love jumped that. around, but I was like, I really like it. I like how they told the story and I like how they showed the same thing from several different angles. Right. Well, and like, I think, I, I think the movie benefits from a very short runtime. It does. It's an I hour and 32 minutes. It's, a, it's quick. Yeah. And because really there's not a lot of story to tell here. Right. Especially there, not on a five minute flight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what yeah. are you going to? And the guy, it's not like, I mean, yeah, he had a 40-year career as a pilot that flies back and forth. But you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't really anything that impressive to talk about in his flashbacks or his life. So you've got a yeah, short I thought, event. I thought the flashbacks were kind of pointless. I think those yeah. were definitely filler because they flash back to where he's a kid. Right. And like, just Isn't that his old man. I couldn't tell. I didn't, yeah, and then they flash back to when he's like a fighter pl- pilot, and there's an incident, and, and there's a he, landing, that's and then he crazy. pulls it off, and they're like, "You're amazing." Because like it, nothing really happened. It right. was just a way to. I'm sure that they were very important moments to him. Oh, sure, as sure. Human, yeah, yeah, yeah. But from a for a film goer, yeah. it was kind of like, "Oh, it was a rough landing," and then you did it. Okay, so I'm, I'm yeah. glad they didn't like try to stretch it out beyond belief. It's a good runtime. Yep. Yeah, and then again, showing all these different moments. I mean, so you see this five minute incident but you see it from the air traffic controller you see it from the cockpit right you see it from all these different and you see it a couple different times uh before and after these hearings or during the hearing when they're going over the flight recorder and all that so right like, well i feel like eastwood learned from he made a movie a few years back with matt damon called hereafter he did yeah that's yeah. right yeah and is uh, that a plane movie too there i think there's a plane scene and there's a there's a tsunami scene yeah and the oh, tsunami the scene tsunami yeah, yeah. was like was really good but I, and it looked great um although i will say uh the impossible did it better um Which one was that where the family gets separated by the tsunami oh, the, the, uh, yeah. luke owen wilson yeah i think it, yeah. yeah 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 that's a great I, you yeah, said that before it. i didn't like the hereafter one i thought the, the, the cg here, was bad the hereafter what was uh like it was okay but i yeah. could tell i'm like oh that looks so but mm. i but i think he learned the lesson of like he had this big exciting set piece in the movie and then he had nothing else like <laughs> yeah. everything else was like a quiet contemplative movie oh, and not man. a very good one what was right. he and doing Matt Damon was just walking around yeah like to, it was like uh, three stories about people who kind of had brushes with death and it, they're like I don't know how to live in the world now. Okay. and yeah. and uh and it was really like an art house movie with this big, huge CGI yeah. scene at the beginning and I think people were like thought in the studios really pushed this whole tsunami aspect and you uh, thought because it was visually interesting yeah. and 
and the rest of the movie wasn't like that. And so no. I think he realized I, he makes small. Like I feel like Eastwood using CG is weird. Like he he's always made he smaller movies. He doesn't typically pick topics that yeah. would need something like that. Right. Probably not since Firefox. But uh, <laughs> oh, was, that hot, was that a, was that a hot button topic that uh, airplane movie? I don't know. They figured you have to use. I guess that's true. More stunt stuff, and yeah. you know, like they probably didn't. Firefox use was like a pretty early in his directing career. Oh no, was it in the eighties. It was in the eighties, but he's been directing movies since. Yeah, I guess that's the true. Early seventies, yeah. but um, but it was like a like another like a Top, top Gun. Gun type yeah. of movie. Oh, I honestly don't remember which came first, but I feel like Top Gun came first. Yeah, I, I don't. Firefox, I feel like came out. Maybe it didn't. Maybe that came out in eighty one. That sounds early. I don't I, think it I came can out tell that you. Early. Yeah. Oh yeah. We? This only old... there was some sort of <laughs> website yeah, that would tell uh, us. Gentlemen, let's stop guessing, <laughs> and I will tell you right now. Firefox was 1982. Ah, it does predate Top uh-huh, Gun. Uh-huh. How about that? Mm-hmm. And Top I didn't Gun's think what, it was 87? that early. Uh, 80, 85? 85 or 86. I, I can think. tell you if you give me oh, a moment. What? What is this weird machine you speak of? You were magic. 1986. Ah. Hmm. I'll take it for one dollar, Bob. Yeah. But yeah, I think that he kind of learned and and don't you put know, the big scene up front. Yeah. yeah, and in this one, you know, he he keeps going back to that <laughs> the same scene, scene over and over. Right, again. He's like and, wait a minute, that. But big... he he found an effective way to do it. I, yeah, I, 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 I loved the way that they the kept way he did it in this story makes like it's it's easy. Yeah, and I don't you know obviously yeah. filmmaking is not an easy thing, but. You, when you have the same set piece, you can show over and over and over from different angles. Yeah, and, and it makes I, things a little bit easier. And just to jump ahead, I mean, because it's scattered throughout the movie, I thought the CG was great. It had its moments. Yeah, I, I think, mean, I think that the the first time I saw it, the first time you see the plane, it was a little rough. Yeah. I think. I mean, it wasn't but, perfect, but as far as blending it in with like going behind buildings and stuff, and like showing it flying through the sky from different angles, I'm like, wow! Like it wasn't jarring. It wasn't no. off putting. Like, oh, it's a CG plane. Like I thought they did a great job. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty much the entire movie is about um, where Sully is emotionally after yeah. this big ordeal. So I, they they introduce his wife via phone, who is uh, Laura Linney. Are we led to believe something was going on? I, so like I constantly fine, I constantly thought that there was some because they reference it in the hearing yeah. where Mike O'Malley is like, "Is everything okay at home?" He's like, "Nothing and, more than the usual," right? And and it seemed like that was under downplaying it. And I guess I, the way Laura Linney and they were playing it. Because obviously yeah. they're not on screen together, yeah. Um, because they're Laura Linney and his daughters are in wherever he yeah. lives, and he's in New York. Yeah. Um, but I definitely felt like there weird. was some tension. But they never brought it up, and they never. Well, it's not like they were having some money problems. They were having some financial issues, which they reference where I guess they've got um a, like an apartment building or an apartment somewhere, and they're trying to find a tenant. Uh, and Laura Linney's kind of a bitch, where. Tom Hanks is in the middle of like this giant crisis and she's like oh by the way you don't forget about this financial stuff we have to deal with as well yeah, but, we, but you know that's how it works like your life it goes is true on like it, that, is, it is very true I just thought I was like you've got horrible timing woman yeah. can you just wait yeah. like a week and then we'll deal with this um, so yeah they kind of do reference there's a little bit of money trouble um, they reference that Tom Hanks is, or Sully has kind of started this like aircraft safety firm yeah he's but like it's, a consultant he's for a consultant safety. Um, so there, there's a little bit of maybe they've they've dumped a bunch of money into that, yeah, and they're you know that kind of has has stretched them kind of thin. Um, but it's I also think it's tough to build a relationship with people in a movie when they never interact. Like I feel like it's so like I felt disconnected from that relationship in just person, because yeah. yeah, like if they're not on screen, like it's uh what was that one, what was the Clooney one? 
that we just money did. money monster yeah is that right we're like you didn't feel it like they're they because they were never on screen together yeah and those are two uh, as I, I think well i just don't think you could crunch the algos that's exactly what it was you my dirty quant. dirty quant <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so this entire movie is built on tom hanks and like yeah. him dealing with the the repercussions of what he had done his self-doubt like did i make the wrong decision because yeah, of, they're they're basically questioning and they're were you, were you showboating were you like was this just an excuse so you could try this right and you know and they're trying to they're trying to throw him under the bus they're basically yeah. i mean because the crazy thing is the way that we all see it and everyone besides joe who was involved around <laughs> this story that that it was a part of their life i like, wasn't involved i was on the plane kevin what are you talking about that's why i don't remember i just blocked <laughs> it out but it's like for all of us he's a hero and he was he saved 155 lives and everybody and Everybody calls him a hero. And everyone, calls everybody, him a hero. with the exception of the, this panel of people, but the the national, you know, the air security administration or whatever, and uh, especially the insurance company for the plane, they are concerned. Like they're not looking at him as a hero. They're looking at him as well. You could have been a hero if you landed our one point <laughs> five billion dollar plane or whatever it costs. You know, right. so like someone has to answer for why this plane is destroyed. So you know, yeah, they're happy everyone's alive, but it's like if they could have been alive and you and just made a different decision. I kind of got the vibe, and they touched on this that there were some insurance issues where, like, if the plane had crashed, <coughs> excuse me, oh. they knew the insurance company knew how to handle that. But it didn't crash. It but they a, still lost it. But they right. landed in the water. Well, that's what they said. Like, He's like, you know, this that never has a crash like this happened. He's and, like, da da da. Yeah. It's a forced water landing. Right. And he was very clear to yeah. like. He's like, I didn't crash a plane. Right. Like he, you know, he landed. I it landed on, a plane yeah. Yeah. on water. Right. Um, Which they are theoretically designed to do. But then they also say like, no one's ever survived a water <laughs> landing. Right. Which makes me wonder, like, well, then what are all those goddamn <laughs> flotational devices yeah. for? What is all this? You have all of this stuff. Like, talk about a placebo (laughs) oh yeah we'll be fine we can land these in the water it'll be fine on your international flight i just saw a poster for uh the uss indianapolis starring nicholas cage yeah what yeah like you know that's the that's the the boat from jaws like that's the story they tell in jaws apparently it's that story Sorry, yeah, I Nicholas heard Cage. they were going to try and make that, Nicholas but I, Cage. I, I thought it was a spinoff. I thought it, it's not a spinoff of Jaws. Like it's the, it, the in Jaws, he tells that story about the oh, the, and, Quint and was on the boat. And, yeah, and the the government denied that this happened right. for years. Like they didn't even at the time of Jaws, they hadn't admitted that. Oh, it so this occurred. is real, and they yeah. talked about it. Yeah, in it was Jaws. a real thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. and uh, and so for a long time, people didn't know if that was a real story or not because totally the government real. would deny it. And I mean, I don't think it was terrifying until the eighties that they finally owned up to that, is that having right? occurred yeah it that's, was um but awful <laughs> but uh but I, I knew they were making a movie out of it I'm like oh that sounds great oh nicholas cage, nicholas cage is, the, that, is the captain it's that kind of movie <laughs> oh uh, what was the one that he redid that was the kurt cameron oh yeah the uh uh left behind left behind sorry nicholas nicholas cage yeah <laughs> that guy uh that, good. probably I mean, would have made more money with kurt cameron probably man that dude knows how to throw a film in his trunk and take it around to the churches he's, he, he's the he's the modern day george romero man he's like a little jesified uh bloom house <laughs> yeah you know i mean it's for real like he makes those movies he with does. fireproof and he probably made oh, that thing yeah. for three million dollars i bet you made 30 or 40 yeah i mean you you know you know his sister is kind of a see you next tuesday really yeah why she, is that? Uh, so her husband, Valerie Burray, was traded. Uh, the St. Louis Blues, our hockey team here in town, um, signed him, and he never played because he was worthless. 
but his, she showed up. She showed, I can't she play hockey. Why don't they sign me? <laughs> right. I'll not play hockey for half of what that guy was not playing hockey for. Uh, but she would, and she didn't like it here. She was just like super unhappy the, every time she showed up. And we're just like, well, stop coming to the games then. Yeah. Like, you know, that's huh. fine. It's cold here. I get it. Like, you're from California. I understand. Well, it's going to be cold in any ice rink. Right. Yeah, also, Your yeah, husband plays hockey. Yeah. Well, and by plays, I mean never wears a uniform <laughs> ever. Um, Carrie Underwood's husband also plays hockey. Oh, Mr. Right. Mr. Underwood. Yes. That's what we yeah. call him. She shows up to games Not too. Not to his face, you don't. No, no. He's a big boy. Um, yeah. So this, the entire time, like, Sully is struggling with the idea, like, did I screw this up? Did I, could I have made it to LaGuardia? Could I have made it right. to Jersey yeah, or whatever? It's a really good uh, internal struggle. You've like, also got Tom Aaron, Hanks is given a hell of a performance. I forget how much I like Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, like yeah. He, you just don't see him that much anymore. Unfortunately, in, like in real. I mean, once he did that I Frankenstein thing, he, he did I Frankenstein, uh, and he did. A, he has done Olympus has fallen and London has fallen. Yeah. He's the president in both of those, and it's just like well, Olympus has fallen was a hit. Olympus though. has fallen was good. Like, and, and by good, I mean like. For what it was. For what it was. Yeah. London has fallen not so much. But, um, I mean, you know, thank you for smoking. Thank you for smoking. Oh, that was great. Um, the Dark Knight. Yeah, The Dark Knight. Like, uh, that I mean, dude was Two-Faced. The Dark Knight. What is, what, now, what is this movie? It was just really small budget. Yeah. yeah. It, no but he was really, you know, you that check it out. director. It, the, guy that? That did, the guy that did Pie. And then it's about, what's it about? No. Um, so it's this detective story. Right. Uh, about a guy who is trying to... Um, is he like an there's cop or yeah well sort of he's like a private detective okay yeah Christopher um, Nolan didn't direct Pi that's Darren Aronofsky oh I'm Aronofsky. sorry he did Insomnia for a Dream and, yeah. and Pi and, yeah okay yeah. he yeah Nolan did the remake of Insomnia yeah. right did he yeah. do the original Insomnia no the original one was a foreign film okay it was like a Norwegian or something oh that's right that's yeah. right um, I just had to, I'm like wait a yeah, Darren right. Aronofsky was attached to Batman for a while with Batman like, Year One yeah yeah with uh, Jim Gordon sitting on the toilet with a gun in his mouth yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so this movie, the Dark Knight movie, um, correct me if I'm wrong. It kind of sounds like a knockoff of Moon Knight. Um, uh, I, yeah, that's that's been the the deal. He's, okay, he, or Iron Man, kind of. Sure, where, like he he came into a bunch of money. Bunch he, of built, money. he built his own suit and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. So it's totally. It, yeah, I can that's see why that. I haven't heard of it. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and scene. <And> scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So like, Aaron Eckhart is his uh, first captain. He's his. Uh, what was the? I was trying to think of the guy's name from Star Trek. Who was Picard's first? What was his name on Next Generation? Wesley? No, Wesley was the kid. Crusher? No, <laughs> but like Data, Data not Data, nor Jordy, <laughs> or Beverly Crusher. It wasn't her <laughs> either. Pokey Lafarge. <laughs> Pokey Lafarge. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh man, that's awful. That guy was. All right, whatever. He's Mr. that Sulu? guy. He's not. Mis- that's the old one. <laughs> I, I can totally picture who you're talking about. Yeah, right, about, right. Jonathan. I don't. I'm not really Davis. a Trek guy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, where's Dan when you need him? Han he Solo. would know. Han Solo. I'm gonna take my kid to Disney Dan World. Dan is listening to the podcast <laughs> right now, going, "God, dude, I know the answer to this one. What is wrong with you, nerds?" Admiral Akbar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that meme where it says, "Use the Force, Harry Gandalf," and it's a picture of yeah, Captain yeah, Stewart. Yeah. yeah, I love it so much. Um, yeah. Captain Queeg. Captain Queeg. Yeah. So yeah, this this whole movie is built around uh, this one character, and he's constantly like he is. Like I said, he is getting down on himself. He thinks he screwed this up. He's very the, flexible. Yeah, right. Oh. He's like Especially Marilyn, at that age. He's yeah, like that's, well, you know, you're away from home a lot. Yeah, that's true. yeah. His bottom ribs taken out. Sure. Yeah. Oh man, those were some of my favorite. Looking back on that, that was <laughs> he had the what was the other one? He had the. 
the pigment of his iris taken out. <laughs> Looking back, I was like, out. "That was a contact, you moron!" Yeah. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. How does that even work? <laughs> what was the other? He was uh, that he was the he was kid, the kid from, from Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Yeah, he was the, the best friend. The best friend. Wonder yeah. Years. Um, that one was almost. That one was plausible. When you saw them side by side, you're, you're like, like yeah, "That could be. Well, it's possible." Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so he is like he's going through these hearings, and Michael Malley and all of these the this council they they try to set it up. They're setting him up pretty much to be the fall guy, and I and I don't you know they want him to admit that he screwed up so that they can fire him and they you know they they can make all these headlines. Um, and Sully is adamant. He's like, I couldn't have like you whatever simulations you're going to run, like you cannot factor in the human emotion and the heat like what yeah. ha- you you just can't do it you can't with all of your computer and all your science like, you can't f- do this to where you can't recreate it yeah. exactly how it happened yeah you'd have to be there and they're also doubting so he says there was total engine loss and they're and they saying, saying the computers like, say that one engine was okay yeah well, and so he's like out. i was there and they basically are saying well there's never been an event where birds have taken out two engines one is the most you know so so like that would be an unprecedented event and there's a great line where he says well every event is unprecedented until, until it happens. happens right and there and are so some this, great uh, there are great, great lines great lines uh and great performance by tom hanks and it just makes me think of and I, we all know it in the back of our heads because he always is but how good tom hanks is like yeah what tom hanks is always on he's always good Tell he's, me, ha- he's i mean angels and demons i feel like was kind of a misfire i maybe right? that move well it wasn't as good as the original for sure right and i don't know how this new one's gonna be but are there three books yeah okay yeah so, so these aren't this is based on material. Another, no okay um but I just can't remember a time where Tom Hanks was bad. I'm not saying he's never been in a movie that was meh, but like Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks is, seems to always. Tom Hanks be is going to be. So there is a, I, in my opinion, there are certain levels of actors, yeah. Um, and I think Tom Hanks is going to be one of those immortal actors, yeah, like Hall of Fame, easily. Of, you know, first, he's like Hall this generation's Jimmy Stewart. Yes. Yeah, he just yeah, I was, everything uh, yeah. he does. His, his he's just so good. Yep. And uh, and this movie, there's no doubt. It's like he's he's awesome because the the movie focuses on a real person. You know, it just it's mainly just this one guy, and you ha- he has to get you to believe that he's Sully. And you know, the crazy thing is, is after all those headlines, I know Joe, you weren't affected. I was not affected by those headlines. But yeah. you know, I've seen Sully and heard him yeah. talk and all this stuff he around made the him, rounds. Yeah, but he really did. And I watched this movie, and he kind of escaped into the role. And this is Tom Hanks, which yeah. yeah he, He's not really known for losing himself. No, in a usually role. Tom Hanks. Except, he's Tom Hanks. With the exception of Forrest Gump, he's yeah. never not really no. just been a version of Tom Hanks exactly. on screen. I really felt like I was watching a documentary like, on was, Sully. He was subdued, and he wasn't like you know. I did. I, Have you ever a, seen the footage of? Is it Haley Joel Osment that was in Forrest Gump? Yeah, that, he's the boy. He, he plays, he plays the, the son. He at plays the, end. the son. Yeah. There's footage of Tom Hanks doing a screen test with Haley Joel Osment for Forrest Gump. Right? Yeah. But Tom Hanks hasn't like really figured out the character of Forrest Gump yet, so he's just kind of reading it as Tom Hanks. Yeah, and when he doesn't read it as Tom Hanks, it is the creepiest thing you've ever seen. It reads so like really? just almost like a serial killer or a pedophile. It's really or both or both. Yeah, you, it doesn't have to be either or. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it, it's so creepy that's interesting but if you but they he but when he puts on that character it changes the whole thing changes the whole thing yeah i wonder if i i wonder if what uh what was the other one that got a lot of 
oh, it was um, Billy Billy Bob Thornton in yeah, Sling, Blade. Sling Blade. Like, I wonder if that was the same thing. Like, if you read that... Well, I I called it Kaiser Blade. <laughs> Did you call it Sling Blade? Because I called it Kaiser you Blade. You called it Kaiser Blade? Yeah, I called it Kaiser Blade. <laughs> like Kaiser Soze? No, that's the line in the movie. Some people call it Kaiser Oh, Blade. I was like, I Kaiser, Sling Blade. Kaiser Soze. I don't know. <laughs> It was a direct reference <laughs> to that movie, <laughs> to the film I mean, we're like, discussing. If you yeah. if you let if he if he just reads that as Billy Bob Thornton, maybe that comes off a little weirder. Oh, I don't I'm know sure. how it could yeah. as Billy Bob Thornton. Dude, I don't know how much. I'll weirder. tell you, Billy Bob Thornton is one weird dude. I just saw an interview that loves, was loves the St. Louis Cardinals. Though. Yes, he does. Well, good He's for a him. huge fan. John Hamm too. I'll take him. <laughs> so but, John Goodman. Yeah, take him too. But uh, no, I was watching an interview, and I, you know, Billy Bob Thornton is doing this bluegrass band thing. I feel like he's been doing that for a while, a couple of years now. Yeah. He's been doing it, so it's like Billy Bob Thornton and the bluegrass band, or whatever he's doing. And so he goes on this interview for this guy, like on Sirius Radio, and uh, basically the reason why they're talking to them is because there's it's a band headed by Billy Bob Thornton. Sure, of course, that's why they're talking to these guys, right? Let's make no mistake. So oh, the yeah. whole band is there and he talks to all of them. And then the host goes to Billy Bob and he starts asking him things and he asks him a question that he doesn't like. And, uh, he just, that starts, never goes well. He starts giving the, first of all, he looks so subdued and so like, he's high I, as F, yeah, probably. I don't know <laughs> what the hell his problem is, but he's so weird. And then, uh, he starts giving weird answers like, like, uh, yeah, like he asked him a question about uh, music, and he's like, "Yeah, well, when I was a kid, I used to collect, you know, sci-fi magazine, and then I built a model of a spaceship, and I left." It, it, like, it is weird because he's giving answers that are unrelated, and then he basically blows up on the guy and says, "You were told not to talk about anything that wasn't related to this band." And he's like, "Well, I'm trying to get an idea of your taste as a kid, what musical influences you had. I mean, don't you think that relates? I mean, people are want to he know." Wasn't ask, like, he wasn't asking him bad Santa he, questions. Yeah, he wasn't. He yeah. wasn't like so that vial of blood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He wasn't, neck. and he said, "You know, and did he, you actually nail Haley? Uh, yeah, you know, Halle Berry. Yeah, and so anyway, so it's like uh, he started asking him, and he asked him, if so, can I smell your finger?'" <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it was just weird. But man, you wash your hands, did you? We'll have to post that. But if it, to see this interview and, and how he acts, it I, is just I kind so. Of, Awkward. I kind of love seeing those interviews go south. Yeah, just because it's it's great. Shows how much it, of an uh, you don't want, you don't. As someone who's given interviews, that's true. Or like had yeah. to be on the other What's side. What's the worst one you ever did? Uh, I had a hard time pulling answers out of Ben Folds. Um, really, he seems like such a nice but guy. I, but it was like literally the first celebrity interview that I had done, oh. and uh, somebody told me after because I had asked it. It was. Uh, What's the big song? The big, really downbeat song that was their uh, first big hit. Brick? Brick. Yep, Brick. Thank you. Yeah. And it was like when that was out, you know, and... Uh, it's about losing a baby, right? It's about an abortion. Or an abortion. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, so and, you asked him some wacky question about yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, can I smell your fetus? No. Um, uh, no, I had asked him. I forget. And, like, it was weird because it was like I had trouble. Like, And it was my very first, like, interview. Sure. I couldn't believe yeah, they let totally me do right, it. Right, you right, know? right. And, uh, hey, here's Martin Scorsese. Go. Yeah. And, like, by the end, it was it was okay. But I asked him something about Brick. And it was like I asked about it in a roundabout way because, like, I could tell the song was about abortion, and he and he he acknowledged that. And like, I, and afterwards, somebody told me it was the first time that he that they were like that was dicey because he doesn't like when people ask about if that song's about an abortion. And it was like he wrote it though. I'm like, but how is that song not about an abortion? Right. But um, but uh, but that was I guess I asked it in kind of an indirect way, right? But I don't know that I really ever had. Well, I interviewed David Lee Roth and. Like Ugh. it was like they were like you have David Lee Roth for five minutes. They stressed it like so many times. Five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. 
we asked him, it was me and another guy named Jason Mack, and we asked him one question. That went on for... And that dude talked for like 15 minutes. It's like asking Kevin Smith one question. Oh, jeez. You don't even have to ask him a question. Before you can get your question out, it's 20 minutes in. Except David Lee Roth is like, you know, you need to come (laughs) down to the dojo with my mojo and I'm going to come down. It was like, I think by the end I bought a used car. Like, I don't understand, but like... I think I just bought an island. Yeah, it was really weird. But like, I mean, man, he was just like off to the races. Wow. And then like when we get off, the handler's like, I told you, I'm like, you need to shut your dude up. Don't don't put that on me. keep him here. That's like that video of Kevin Smith and his daughter. Have you seen that yet? Uh, so they interviewing his daughter. Yeah, it was yeah. like Yahoo. Like yeah. instead of him interviewing people, like she interviewed him, and she's like, "Yeah, because I don't hear him talk enough. I'm yeah. gonna ask him." But she gets out one question, and he goes off for like ten minutes. Yeah. But it's like it's the most beautiful. Like he's she asked him, she's like, "Who's the who's your yeah. favorite actor to work with?" And he was like, "You." And I'm not just saying that. Yeah. Like you know, she's I was, like, you know, shut up. And he's like, "No, really." And this is why. He's and he, and he an goes answer, into like yeah. a ten minute. He's like, because if you don't give me the right take, I can ground you. Yeah, right. And like, they're both crying at the end just because he's like, I was going to quit film. And then I sat there and I worked with you on Tusk. And I was like, this is like, you are the reason I'm still making films. And it was, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty pretty touching. But yeah. Yeah. Um, So so I, I interviewed Marcy Playground. Sex and Candy? Yeah, Sex and Candy. Yeah. And I was, I, I was in like. only hit, I think. Yeah, they had another like mild hit called St. Joe and the School Bus, okay. just at the mm-hmm. format. It was and, like Alien Ant Farm. Yeah. and uh, Did you ask them which one came first? Do you eat the candy first? <laughs> yeah. And like, have sex, or do you have sex and then eat candy after? What would you do at the same time? I would think like you would eat the candy like just to get your energy level up. You know, at my age, it's all about blood sugar. <laughs> yeah, but also... It's all about your blood sugar. If you want the taste, yeah. you know, to... I, well, they, <laughs> I had read an interview. Myth, they were, I had read an interview. They were sick of getting asked where their name came from. Yeah. And it was like... And so... I was like, okay, first question of the interview. I just got to knock this out out of the way. Uh, And they would never answer the question. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, uh, so I'm telling my friends I'm interviewing Marcy Playground. Everybody asked me the same thing. And the guy goes, where do we get our name? And I was like, no, what the hell is Disco Lemonade? (laughs) And uh, and like there's this beat and they just busted out laughing. And then they were like, and then what was funny is, and then they ended up answering the story question about how they got their no, name because, they like, because like he because like i so like messed with his head that i wasn't going to ask that question that's that awesome. he ended up telling that story what is disco lemonade i don't even remember like, he, he was like he was like that was the time was. when they could just put like words and songs yeah thanks beck <laughs> like <laughs> something <laughs> cherry pie yeah i was just like that was that, that. i know what cherry pie is but disco lemonade yeah because that guy's dead what the guy from warrant Oh yeah, lead singer died. Jenny Lane. Yeah, yeah and he, he was died. just like he hates. Like we hate. I hate that song. Yeah, I hate that song. Yeah, uh, I. You know, I remember when I interviewed Jason Reitman, and everyone was like, "That guy's a prick." And like, I can I went into the interview after like five people left, and like, man, that is not good. Like, apparently, the guy was just a real jerk to everybody. And I went in and talked to Jason Reitman, and I asked him questions that nobody else. Because here's everyone's question: How was it like working with George Clooney? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, oh, how many air? times? Yeah, because yeah, I interviewed him for up in the air, and it's like, who is you know? Everyone's asking that, and I don't think I actually asked anything like that. I asked him questions about the past and his favorite movies or whatever. I you know, and so after the first question, he really, I could kind of tell he was just kind of like 
pretty rigid, you know, from the very beginning. He was nice, but just like kind of like, oh, I don't really want to answer any more questions. Right. And after the first question, he was pretty nice and smiled and kind of joked or whatever. So like everyone else is like, oh, man, that was a bummer. And I'm like, I had a great interview with him. Sometimes, uh, you know, those guys are sitting in those chairs for hours. Right. And it just takes something. Yeah. It takes something different to get them. Time. You have to remember that. Like people need to not ask those obvious questions because of that reason. And right. All it took was me to just ask him something that was a little different and it made him think there were two questions that he had to stop and he thought for like 10 seconds or <laughs> seven seconds you know, like he thought about my question he's like huh you, you tricked know? me kid but it's cool though you know he didn't have his stock answer where there's firing off you know oh. yeah <laughs> how was how was it like what was it like working with Zack snyder it was really good yeah <laughs> can I, I eat my gun now i'm contractually obligated <laughs> yeah. to, let me to read my let me read my contract here yeah. <laughs> it was good i have a statement my attorney prepared exactly <laughs> this I, uh, is we're gonna change the tone of all of these movies <laughs> again again Wait, what is what is the latest news on batman v superman don't worry because oh jeff gonna, johns has said jeff the, johns don't worry we're it's gonna be completely different we're gonna fix it <laughs> and i was like okay we're not worried anymore yeah. no i yeah, well, I'm, you know what i'm not worried anymore because i don't my care. expectations are so low <laughs> yeah we're not worried they're because like we don't lower care. Than, yeah that's yeah. about what it is um so yeah so they in this movie they uh they set up all of they give all of the exact like the wind speed and the speed of the airplane and the weight of the airplane and they're just saying like we've run these simulations how many european swallows it would take <laughs> right to <laughs> pew yeah he, he keeps saying like they've run these simulations and, and they're he's like, like let me see these simulations and they like, say, no, sorry, no. They're classified. And at that point i was like oh uh, yeah they don't want to yeah. yeah he's pretty stressed out about these yeah, he you is, know, because he doesn't know like, he he's doesn't, like something doesn't add up here and uh he ends up going to a bar Right with and he sees uh, Michael Rappaport. Yeah, Michael Rappaport. That guy's gained a little bit of weight. I'm not saying he's huge, but like he's, he's always kind of been. He just seems like he's kind of. I don't know. I was just watching. He was on Friends. And so yeah, I was right, watching right. Friends. That was also 20 years ago. Oh, of course, of yeah. course. But he had his own comedy on Fox not that long ago, right? Um, Remember? The, but anyway, but he was on that. I'm not saying he's totally lost himself, but yeah, he's just aged and he's yeah. a little heavier. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh, Mike Rapport, and just seeing him in Friends twenty years ago, <laughs> right, you know, I'm right. like, you don't oh. find him sexy anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. No. Yeah. Was he in Copland? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now is 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 he the? He's guy? also in Mighty Aphrodite. He is. He, I'm almost positive. That's he the is. Mia Sorvino one. Yeah. What happened? I would her? think of it as a Woody Allen movie, but well, go on. I, you know, go ahead. Now, <laughs> yeah. He's continue. He's, yeah. he's the guy that lives with Brad Pitt in True Romance, right? Uh oh, that. Maybe that he goes to visit. Remember when Brad yeah. Pitt's high on the couch? I yeah. think isn't so. he going to visit? Isn't uh, Christian Slater going to visit yeah, Michael Rapaport? Maybe you're right. But anyway, but uh, yeah, he goes to that bar, and I think that's isn't that where he he figures out the time. He figures like out they, the timing. Yeah, they're talking about the timing. So I like the interaction real quick. I like the way that when he sits down, guys. they're like, "Yeah, the two guys at the end of the bar," and they're like, "Or well, Michael Rapport first is like, wait, you're you're the guy, you yeah, know, right, you're, right, you're right. Sully. We made you're a, a drink, made because a drink. Of you. And the two guys at the end of the bar, totally drunk, and they're just like, "Hey, yeah," and you know, and Three, talking like two, and then what's two the, things, the ingredient? Two is, things of vodka and a splash of water. A splash of water. A splash. That got a laugh in our theater. That was, that was a good, was a good line. line, but they're just it was totally great goose vodka. Yeah, was, yeah, right, yeah, right, goose, right. yeah, yeah, and then right, a splash right. of water. Yeah, and that uh, that was really fun. Just seeing the interaction. You know, he sat there for a while, like, uh, and then they're like, "Hey, look, Sully's so there, and he's there." Oh, and they're man. pointing to the TV. I was like, "What happened to this movie? We're, we've, yeah. we've, we've we've entered a different movie." Yeah. <laughs> but he eventually figures out the timing of the thing, and, and well, the, he's talking to there's uh, the one guy who's like his handler. Yeah. Uh, is another one of those bit actors. He was on a good little show on FX. It was one season called Lights Out that was kind of like Rocky, where he was like a retired boxing champ, uh, but they were losing a bunch of money, so he was he was going to have to go back into the ring 
and for one last fight, and that was kind of how the season ended. I think this was the plot of the Barbara Streisand film, The Main Event. The Main Event. <laughs> <laughs> Holt McCallany. Yeah, is his yeah. Name. He's one. Of, he like when you look at him, he looks like. Oh, he was in Fight Club. He was one of those guys yeah. that was in the uh, Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. But lights, like I, Lights Out was a few years ago. That was a good little. It's on. I think it's on Netflix now. Um, but I, I'm trying to think if he talks to him or if he talks to the second handler where he's like, you gotta, Oh, it's the second guy where he's like, you gotta let me see it. You gotta let me see the simulation. And they were like, Oh man, I don't know. I don't know if we can do that. And he's like, I'm begging you. Like, just let me look at it. So it oh, comes man, to the he day calls like, up. Yeah. He calls up the guy at two in the morning. Yeah. And, and that's another guy. Like, I think that guy was in Zodiac. He was, oh, yeah, on, totally. Yeah, he's one of those like detective guys that yeah. always plays like detective number two. Um, so he like they finally get to the big hearing and they run the simulation and every single time they are they can land like they're landing at LaGuardia they're yeah. landing in Jersey and of course you're just like oh man maybe they could like maybe they could have done it and then out of nowhere Tom Hanks is like make them wait well he knows exactly what he's doing right. because he's already thought all this out and so but yeah watching it as an audience member you're like oh crap oh, they both landed but he goes and he's basically like are we done messing around here because you you gave them the instructions and they knew exactly what to do and they did it as soon as the bird said he's like I, when you're up in the air you don't have the, that kind the of line that i loved is like where he, where he goes how many times did they practice that yeah, yeah. And they were like 17. What? Oh man, <laughs> the look like you'd think that like she kicked somebody's puppy. Which is true and it's like yeah, she was Sully like, had one one try and it was life or death and they had 17 well, practice also, runs. also they knew the scenario going in. Right, yeah, they right. knew That's what was going to happen so they could instant like, oh, this happened, let's go over here. Yeah, right. Which, right. which like, is yeah. such BS, which you're just like this is such crap they're putting him through this. And so he's like, so, you know, there's no way and then the guy gets on uh Michael Malley calls Olmac and asks him, <laughs> you know, you know, talks to someone and he he gets back. He's like, you got 35 seconds. Seconds. yeah he's so, like so the the birds so what they're saying is like and of course aaron eckhart's like that's not enough time he's like it had, we had 208 seconds like i feel so like 35 is a pretty big chunk, pretty of, big that, chunk yeah. of time so like what happens is they re- they rerun the simulation the birds knock out both and engines, they wait for 30 and they seconds. wait 35 seconds and both times like the one time they crash into like a bridge i guess that's what the, the george washington yeah. bridge it looked yeah. like and then the second time they crash right into the city just like yeah he said it was going to happen yeah um, and then like it, it, there are, I love it in movies when the guy, the villain of the movie admits he and, is and, wrong. And these guys aren't the villains. Like they, they think they're, they're doing their job. Right. right. It's you know, just like, and they, and, Mission you know, Impossible with Alec Baldwin yeah, as a right. guy that thinks he's doing the right thing. Yeah. Right? And, and ultimately though, they are doing their job. Exactly. Because, because if, if he had been showboating. That they need to get, they need to get to the bottom of that and get that guy out of there. Correct. Like, yeah. you know, like it's and, just their job. Yeah. yeah. And I do, I feel like they were trying to railroad him. Like they they kind well, of try to him, I don't think, villainize him a little bit, villainize the yeah, yeah. the 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 panel. But of from people. their perspective, though, the panel, you have to understand these people are not uh, pilots. Right. They're not even the engineers. They talk to engineers, but when they get the data back that all simulations show the plane would have landed at LaGuardia, what else are they supposed to do? Right. Like they are given all the evidence that Sully could have done it, and so it's their job. They have proof, and now it's up to Sully to defend it. Right. So, like, I don't think they were coming out of it as a bad place, even though, yeah, like, I hated them in this movie because right. I want Sully to come out, and he's the hero. He, I mean, Michael Malley did kind of play it up uh, where he was – he he felt like he was smarter than Sully. Yeah. He didn't believe Sully is the right, thing. Like, right. he, so every time Sully would say something, yeah, he he, they would – they, exactly. they had a really good back and forth, like, yeah. at the, towards the end of the movie um, to where finally – 
they run both simulations and Sully was right. Like they couldn't have made it. And then they listened to the black box. And that's where they show you another angle uh, showing them in the cockpit. Right. And what happened, uh, which was cool. Because, again, it was a totally different angle of the plane flying and everything. And, man, I did not realize how close it got to the George Washington Bridge. very close. When you see that he had to make that decision and he had to time it because he was going to go back to LaGuardia, he had to change course and he just barely was high enough to pass it. Like, and I know it looks close, like probably in realist, like it probably was a hundred feet above, but when you're talking about a huge plane and a (laughs) huge bridge, that's not a very big gap. So anyway, it's amazing to see him navigate that. And that's what was so cool about this movie, seeing it from the different angles. And now you know how impressive what Sully pulled off was. So in the one scene leading up to this, you've got the air traffic control. um, Great scene. Who was just, he's calling it out and he's like, you've got a, you know, we've got a plane in an, an emergency. We, you can land here. Yeah. So, like, and you can't hear what's going on on the other end for him. Yeah. Like, you just know what's going on. That was so cool to see. Because also another thing, we never knew that. Like, in the real life story, you would have sure. never known. And it's really neat to see, like, while this was happening, what a radio control tower does, calling different airports, trying to clear runways. And then he had to, like, he got in some trouble. Like, that was the impression that I got. He got in trouble? He, I, I mean, he was just I don't sad. think he got in trouble. No, he I was think, sad that he lost like, 155 people. Well, I think, I think he, what they're, what he's talking about is when they pull him off the board. And he's and, like, you're going to do a urine test. You're going to have to do a but I think breathalyzer. That's, I think that's standard. Like, I think you're right. Like the, and the same way that they're crawling up Sully's ass. Yeah. Right. Like, they got to crawl up this guy's ass. Like did, did this happen because you sent them to the wrong place? Did in this a, happen because you could have caught something and you didn't? And you, and if you were... And the first thing they want to know is, were you drunk? Were you high? That's, that's kind of... In the current climate, it's probably not the most popular thing to compare it to, but it's like a police shooting. Yeah. Uh, you know, as soon as it happens, they're like, give me your gun. You're going to the hospital. We're going to do this. We're going to, you know... Right. All that... Yeah. All, there's protocol we have to follow. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of Law and Order, and that happens from time to time. <laughs> uh, dun, 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 dun. Oh, man. No, the other one. Is, oh, oh, I guess they all have the same theme. Yeah, just yeah. variations. Isn't that weird that, like, SVU is the only one left? Like, yeah. the original Law and Order is gone. Oh, well, that's, look how long Benson was on after Soap got canceled. Oh, that's true. Soap only lasted five seasons. I think Benson, Benson was, was on what? for, like, nine or ten. <laughs> so in my head, I was like, Olivia Benson <laughs> from SVU? She's been on forever. Uh, yeah, Criminal Intent's over. That was my favorite one. Yeah. I've never Denof- seen one of those. Oh shows. man, Vincent D'Onofrio. It's I heard Sherlock he was Holmes. Good on that, really. Like, yeah, he's he's Sherlock, and the other gals. I've never watched Watson. one procedural show like that oh, man. ever. Not Law and Order, one. Those Law and Order was good. Law and Order was nice. Like little, they're like the airport novel yeah, of television. I, I may yeah. someday have to go back, but I've never. Yeah, I think they they have. CSI. I've never seen a CSI. The only reason I watched CSI is because they played it after Raw. I tried yeah. watching CSI because it was like, oh, I like Law and Order. People were about CSI, and I was like, what a snooze. Yep, it was pretty boring yeah i've never seen either and so now there's so many and i'm like where would i even begin law and order begin, okay law, I, the I original law and order you start at the beginning yeah dragnet yeah it's well, true yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hill street blues <laughs> in the heat of the night um, so in the end with a 30 second delay they 35 both, seconds yeah, they, they both, they they both, both crash and so at that point all the people are there the board is like you can tell yeah. every the board is like tail between their legs they're like you're a great pilot yeah you're Skylar, so wonderful Skylar starts giving a personal you know you yeah. know it's my personal opinion that you're a you're hero amazing and these people are alive because of you and he's like they're alive because of the flight attendants and because of the control which is, tower which is true it's like not, that wasn't I mean, just that, him yeah. it's not just self-serving because or false modesty because i mean you know that was also part of why the ntsb kind of had to crawl up his butt because okay he landed the plane right but what if they couldn't have got enough boats there 
they would have just drowned. They would have, and it was January, it was so cold. they were they were cold because like the the movie Negative. movie so, pretty okay. much goes out with a great laugh line where he's where they were like, <laughs> "What would you have would, looking back? Would you have done anything differently?" And the co-pilot says, "I would have done it in July." <laughs> great ending line. Yeah, that was good. That was a perfect ending line to this movie. Was, yeah. I will say, the CG with the cold air breath that was annoying. Really? I don't know why I found that so annoying, but like huh, it didn't, didn't seem it. it didn't seem natural at all. Huh. Uh, it didn't like coincide with his breath. Really? Yeah, no, it was, it was very it. awkward. The other I mentioned on the last episode was the David Letterman stuff. Okay, so what? So if you look at that, I have to believe is it the real people with them? In I the think background? that I think they CG they CG'd out the original people right. and CG'd in the actors. But kept David Letterman. Yeah, right. And I just thought it was it just it seemed weird. It looked natural to me though. It didn't to me. Like really, they were like I. Felt I was like, wondering how they did that because I'm like that looks like they're re- he's really into doing. He them. was a different color. Like really? he was a, if you uh, in from my eyes, well, like I saw it looked an like IMAX they were. Show. Maybe you should go see an IMAX. I, I did with not. The, uh, I saw it at the brilliant chase. color and the. Uh, it looked like they were a darker okay. pigment and more David Letterman. Oh, so like people with darker pigment couldn't land this plane. That's what you're saying. Did you not see flight? He did the same thing. <laughs> he, he did turned, it drunk he and was, high. Yeah, he, he turned was. that some bitch upside down. Yes, oh, and did that. <laughs> drunk and high, and he still did it. So you, but I mean, just take your racist bullshit somewhere else. It looks like. They photoshopped in the okay the other gotcha. the, the, the actor crew yeah the other yeah. actress uh, was the not the gal who cuts her foot but the other one is the gal that can't read in a league of their own like it's just that oh my gosh yeah like it's when I'm looking at it, I was like why do I know who, oh it's the gal that says bosoms and thinks it's very <laughs> what funny. do you watch Orange is the New Black no oh, okay is she on that no but there's oh. a, the there's an actress on there who's in League of Their Own that you which would, one. Yeah, the uh, she, on the show she plays like this crazy lady with like really short blind blonde hair yeah and she's like got a mental illness where she's like kind of I guess like schizophrenic or something and she's hearing voices right and and, uh, and she's the little sister hmm. a kid yeah tank girl yeah Lori Petty yes yeah yeah she was you would not of, recognize her she like, was sort of the Joker on Gotham. Like oh, really? she, yeah, I, she, I gave up on Gotham. as well you should have yeah. Oh. yeah she's that's Lori Petty is oh. the female Joker interesting yeah. i didn't realize that she's oh man that I, I love league of their own also tom hanks yeah yeah that's all right <laughs> what if when i go to catch a fall ball my bosoms fall out hey there ain't nobody on the east coast that hasn't seen your bosoms <laughs> and in retrospect it's madonna it's like no you're not wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and that's kind of how it ends and like they do a nice little um montage at the end with the, the original the, ori- yeah. the original passengers kind of ripping off Schindler's list a, a little, little bit. bit a little bit reading their numbers from their seats yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> also ripping off Schindler's number um, can you uh, can you imagine uh, asking those people to get on a plane to come to this thing <laughs> they're like oh, nope they're like will Sully be flying it <laughs> then you can suck it negative ghost writer yeah um, yeah also Jimmy Olsen from Superman Returns is in this movie and then they kill him <laughs> Wait, that's who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays okay, one I, of the geese. Okay, I, when I saw that kid that got separated from his family, I'm like, who We're the hell? With it, bro, who the hell is this kid? Because I know that actor. 
and it's Jimmy, yeah, Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, the one that Thank makes you. it through yeah. a Superman movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good. This is a good little. You know, I think this is a good, solid movie like Hell or High Water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is one of those movies that, that the older audience is going to go like. to. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's one of those. It was definitely old. My a, audience was definitely skewing towards the yeah, older. Yeah, mine too. Right. But, but it's just a good old movie. Like, this is the type of movie that I love to go watch. It tells a good story, good acting. You don't have to have a bunch of crappy CGI action stuff. You know nope. what I mean? The CGI was used to recreate the, the plane. It looked good. But other than that, it was just characters and well-written and you yeah, know, I'm, always a, story. I'm always a big fan of character-driven, yeah. you know. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love the big budget within reason as long as it's done well. Yeah. But, you know, we, we've had a long summer. I think summer. what it comes down to is we like anything if it's done well. That's true. Course, yeah. But also, like, Except we, steaks. That's, ugh, Ooh, man. Good what a, what yeah. done medium rare. Gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, we've had... It, it's... You, summertime movies have become disaster porn like that's what they are yeah. at this point so getting a little bit of a breather with hell or high water which is funny because watching this movie i thought i thought that uh that clint eastwood should start directing porn <laughs> <laughs> he does have an eye for it I well guess. no i mean think about it it 208 seconds of action what more do you need spread over 90 minutes <laughs> yeah, right. like wow. right like that's that yeah. that that's he's got a, he's got a gift yeah. for the porn i'm just saying so that guy is like and you see that scene sick. from same from many different that's right. angles that's and povs wow yeah i think about that yeah. so you point. don't have to start over you can just resume where you were and, and in this see case a different angle and in this case the pov the v stands for vagina oh okay yeah huh. point of vagina okay. right yes, yes. but uh, he's 86 years old and and still a competent director. I know he's had some misses recently with uh, his what movies. Just, was first, I think so. His last movie was American Sniper, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, that I was great. But I mean, uh, with the uh, first pitch. The baseball thing. He didn't direct that, that, though. He was just, oh, an, he he was just oh. an actor in that. Gran oh. Torino was supposed to be his, his swan song to acting. And then he's he was oh. like friends or something with the guy that was making... Fever Pitch. Oh, no, okay. is that what it was called? No, first, first, first Pitch. pitch. Fever Pitch no, is the Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, Fallon movie. Fuck that movie. <laughs> and uh, thank you for more to edit. Yep, yeah. you're welcome. Um, I know you missed me last week, but uh, he like did it as a favor. Oh, okay. he did, okay, he did gotcha. not direct that movie. And just to be clear, I thought that it he, is awful. Yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's Amy Adams and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. for whatever and he was reason. good. It's a, he. You know, I like Justin Timberlake. He was, it's a shame because he keeps making movies and and like they're bad but not for not he's because not of him it, with the exception of social network which for justin timberlake for justin timberlake yeah he's a good actor oh, yeah. alpha dog he was good you alpha dog. did you not like social network no no no. i'm saying no, that was, social social network oh, oh, was a good movie oh okay, i forgot okay. about alpha dog but alpha he did, dog he was good but yeah. he did love guru justin timberlake he's he, in love guru yeah he's like Doing the guy yeah he's like the cook yeah he's like the chef the oh, personal Lord. chef so but uh, but yeah overall i i i enjoyed this movie i thought it was well done hereafter i didn't like Jay Edgar was kind of pulling. Yeah, it was boring. boring. So I mean, and then he did Jersey Boys, which I enjoyed because I like musicals. But I know a lot of people were on. I the forgot fence about, about Jersey that. Boys. Yeah, so that was yeah. three in a row. Yeah, I had not, forgotten about Jersey. Boys. I forgot about Jay Edgar. Yeah. He did not adapt that movie. That, that no. I feel like he's yeah, yeah, compared to how much to... fun the show is. Oh, the show is. I, like I think just, we mentioned it. It is a fun. The show is just like a shot of adrenaline. It's amazing. And then you watch the movie and you're like, so it's like you know who should have directed Jersey Boys? Martin Scorsese. Oh, like well, because, after seeing Wolf of Wall Street. Because it needed that level that, of yeah. manic energy like you yeah. get in that opening scene in Goodfellas yeah. or whatever. And if he had yeah. and he loved it, he loves old Hollywood movies. Absolutely. He, he, I bet you he'd have jumped at Jersey Boys. Yeah. So they're so, so yeah. So, so he's back on track, it yeah. seems like uh he's done pretty well. Hopefully he, I don't know I don't know how many more he's got in him. Eighty six though. But that's I mean this is a movie with 
This is a movie with some, uh, I mean, it's not really action-based, but like those scenes, all the different landing scenes, I mean, they were intense and the different shots of the plane and having to visualize how that would look and work he, with all the people. Like it, Clint Eastwood about 20 years ago, Legends of the, the Dark Knight Returns. Oh, yeah. I, that's, he would have made an amazing He would have been Batman. an amazing Batman. Oh, oh yeah. Or I've, even Kingdom Come. Yeah. Kingdom Come or... or do, you know what would be great is to do just a, a good animated version. Just let him voice it. You know what? It was Peter Weller. But let him voice that, that would be You great. know what? Batman Beyond. He would make... Yeah, Old they could Man do Bat- Old Man Bruce. Like that would be... Like 100-year-old Bruce. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. So... Anyway, there's uh, Sully for you. I guess... No uh, Mike Wazowski. No Mike Wazowski. <laughs> a little no disappointing. No, no Mike Wazowski. A little bit of a bait yeah. and switch there. <laughs> so, uh, I guess uh, let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, if you would like to continue the conversation online, you can do so at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or on Twitter at Real Spoilers. Uh, you can't talk to us on our Facebook page or on our web page, but you can uh, still go there to realspoilers.com or dirtypiratehookers.com. What's, what's not to love? So I guess next week. Just make sure you type that plural. I've not, yeah, we I don't don't tried the singular yeah, version, but and, I mean, you might not find You're going to type it plural because here's why. Like, tell me. Why one, do you want one? Why, why would you only want one dirty pirate hooker no. when you could have multiple dirty pirate <laughs> right? hookers? We should not have to explain this okay, to you. That's yes. True. Yeah. Ah, Get it you right fools. Up. Uh, so uh, anyway, so uh, I guess next week we will tackle the Blair Witch, which yeah. is uh, she's a shifty one to, to tackle. Oh yeah. man, all those oh, yeah. twig figures are—they're yeah. back. They're back. They're, they're back. back. Well, hopefully it's you know better than Book of Shadows. It has to be. It has to be. <laughs> oh yes. please, that's not yeah. even—that's not yeah. even in the discussion. That's an option. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. But this also be, famous last words. This could be Adam Wingard's uh, big hit. Yeah. Adam Wingard did some other stuff, and this could be the big the bit the one that sets him. Up there with Fetty Alvarez and those new horror directors. I'm hearing mixed reactions, so that's we'll what I'm hearing see. as well. Yeah, I'm so. hearing good. I'm hearing not so good. Yeah. So we're well, gonna you know have to there see. was a lot of mixed reactions to the original Blair Witch. Like yeah. a lot of people felt like it was anticlimactic. I disagree, but well, I guess we can. Oh, that was have, a great movie. Have that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we that will. was a great so, uh, movie. So anyway, so that's it for this time. Uh, until the next time, Limburg lands in France. If I were a rich man with a million or two. I'd live in a penthouse In a room with a view And if I were handsome No way It could happen Cause dreams do come true I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have